Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. The following podcast is not real, but it is really sponsored by the Mighty Mighty Iron Galaxy. We make lots of games. You might even like a few. Follow us on Twitter at i to the g. Hello from the Magic Tavern. A weekly podcast from the magical land of Foom. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp, but in case you haven't listened to the podcast before, I'm from Chicago. But a few months ago, I fell through a magical dimensional rift behind Burger King into the land of Foom. And I'm still getting a little weak Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King, so I'm still hosting a weekly podcast in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the town of Hogsface, in the land of Foom. As always, I'm joined by my friends uh, Chunt, the Talking Badger. Hello. And uh, Usador, the wizard. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tararakas. The elves know me as Fian Yalak, the dwarves know me as Zonin Hoogstangis, and I am known in Northeast as Gasminus Maystar, but there may be other secret names you do not know. Wow, you put some extra stank on it that time. Like, I really did, didn't I? Yeah, you're in, like, you're really, like, at full, you're, like, at full usador. Yeah, I am in the zone. <laughs> uh, before we before we get started, I just want to apologize to you guys for sort of abandoning the podcast last week. I feel really bad about it. I was just having a bad week, and I think I just needed some me time. But you know what? I'm back, and I'm dedicated to the podcast and sharing the very important information that Foon exists with the people in my world. Sounds great. Yeah, sounds good. Have you heard from your wife yet? No, no I have not heard from my wife yet. Uh, I think it's probably because the email that I have probably is going to her spam address. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, our email is magictavern at puppies.supplies. I think she's not getting my attempts to communicate with her. It is weird that she hasn't heard this podcast because I can only imagine that everyone on earth is listening to it because it's such 
earth-shattering information. Now, why, why do you imagine that? Why do I imagine that? I, people in my world don't know that there are other worlds. They don't know of the 12 realms of Ephesius. They do not know. I, I, still, I still don't. What are the 12 realms of Ephesius? Uh, when Foon uh, was first formed, the three goddesses, uh, Fu, U, and Un, they, they all, uh, they all, well, they all had made love to one another, and uh, oh. then there were th- uh, six men born of these three goddesses, uh-huh. and those six men all made love, and <laughs> those six men all gave birth to uh, twelve, twelve, uh, wait, twelve men and women who. So then, it always doubles. It doesn't. It's not like multiple. Multiplies. You are very bad at math. We've established this clearly in the past. I think when something doubles, that's still multiplication. Yes, it is, yeah, okay. technically. Times two. I thought it was like squaring, I suppose. No, it's not. Uh, but nice try. Uh, yes, uh, then the 12 realms, uh, each was related to one of these uh, 12 descendants of the original goddesses. And, and the wizards that uh, to, to, to walk the foon, uh, they are each born of one of these mystical realms. I want another date this week. Oh, oh let's fun. hear about it. Yeah, John, John, getting out there. I went out with a crow. Uh-huh. But you're still a badger. I'm still a badger. Uh, struck out. We went to um, Foonfest. Foonfest. Yeah, it's uh, just like a musical f- music festival. Wow. And some of the, some of Foon's top top bands are there. What are some of Foon's top? Oh bands? boy, you got uh, they are giants. They are giants. Okay. Uh, and are wh- they giants? They are giants. Okay. Um, Swords and roses. Mm-hmm. The black crows, which her brother <laughs> was in. Uh, and how did it? Oh, I mean, not to like pry. We were dancing. We took some. Uh, we took some substances, and we Whoa, were. Whoa! What did you? This. What did you take? We took some uh, Morglorb. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, Usador made me some Morglorb. Are you like a Morglorb? Don't dealer? worry about it. Are you looking? A- you looking to score? <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe. I can hook you up. Don't worry. Okay, that's good. To talk know. About I don't it. really know how. I'm not supposed to do it. Yet I don't know. Time, okay, so. yeah, sure. Totally. I just don't know how it Oh, talk gets angry at me. If sure. So I just, I'm totally, I'm probably into this, but I just don't know. How, I trust you guys. You're my friends. Well, how did it work out for you this weekend? Not well. I just started spewing barf everywhere. <laughs> Sounds uh, right. While still <laughs> dancing. And it's, I mean, it's just a mess. Gun or feathers. and I'm going to pass on the more work, I think, now that I hear, hear about all this. All right, that's fine. Hey, you know what, guys? Maybe we should uh, talk to our guests. Oh, yes, yes. Who's your guest today? Uh, I'm very excited. We uh, have a representative of the court of the Belleroths. Oh. Uh, the, you know, the power in the Northeast. Uh, Benedict Whisperbrew. Yes, it's wonderful to be here, Arnold. How well you look. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I don't get a lot of compliments here. Uh, We've heard word of your great beauty and your striking looks. Really? The robins did justice to the lustrousness of your beard, the heartiness of your eyebrows. Wow, this is awesome! Thank you so yes, much. So yes. the, wait, so the 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 people in the Belarus court have heard of me? Oh yes, the court is aflame with words and wonderment of the new visitor to Foon and how he is struck forth in the tavern and has held court with his. Lusty tales and magical wonderments. Wow, uh, that is that is great. I, I got to be honest, I've felt a little bit like people, you know, people kind of don't respect me 
here in Foon. No, no, no. There's an entire tapestry that's currently being designed by the Lumas of Queen Titania's court that projects you in all your wonderment as you descended in a flame of glory among a pegasus and a unicorn into the tavern. Oh, wow. That's that's incredible. What do you I don't remember that happening. No, I don't know. I don't think that did, but I think it's just like a metaphorical representation. Is Titania depicted in this uh, this uh, tapestry, tapestry mural textile wonderment? Yes. My queen Titania is perched in the corner. Her ivory hands clutch to her Ample heaving bosoms, a dewy perspiration laced around her supple skin like some blessing of dew upon a warm April morning. Wow. Uh, For the listeners who maybe haven't listened to all of our uh, uh, earlier podcasts, Queen Titania is uh, quite attractive. It is said that the angels wept when she was born. The three most attractive women in Foon committed mutual suicide at oh, Titania's no. christening. I remember uh, that. Yes. Oh, no. Yes, it was, it was horrible. One of the worst christenings I've ever been to. Thank you notes were not delivered until up to a year and a half after the actual event. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, so, so now, Benedict, what do you do for the, the Belaroths? Well, as the Belleroth's chief eunuch, I am a procurer of things that they might find useful. A a eunuch means that... uh, Yeah, I know. I I have been liberated from my genitals, freed from the curse of my testicles. I have been emancipated by my manhood. Now, Arnold, we have never asked, are you a eunuch? No, no. What would make you think that I'm a eunuch? Just the way you carry yourself. Yeah, I don't know how things work in your world. No, I, you know, no, I have my bait and tackle. I'm totally, everything's... Oh, you did say you had a child. I I do, I have a child. I have a very young child. You know, so I fairly recently used my stuff. Perfect. Don't don't brag about it. And it is in working order. Uh, yeah, totally. Yes, let me write this down. What what sort of notes are you taking there? I'm just taking general sketches, drawings of Arnold. Yes, my leather-bound journal of secrets. Written in a quill of ink supplied by a phoenix's blood. Legible only to fellow eunuchs. Oh, Benedict, I must admit to you, I'm a great coveter of secrets, and I... uh, I do wish that I could look into this journal of yours. Usador, I guess if you just cut your dick and balls off, you would be able to read it, right? Do I say hurtful things to you? No. I'm hey, do I see. No, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean... I, I, this is just the way Arnie is. This has gone just, bad very quickly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Benedict. I just peeked in your book and I saw you wrote, next to Arnie, you wrote four, possibly 4.5. What is that? Wait, yes. hold, for, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, John... Do you, not, do you not have any journals anymore? What are you talking about? You said the phoenix. Only- the phoenix ink is only legible to fellow eunuchs, but I wrote the rankings of Master Arnold in Raven's Blood, which is legible to people who are still LWG living with genitals. <laughs> okay. 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 No, I'm sorry. Uh- yes, I gave him a four, four point five. I'm sorry. I don't. We've taken a weird side track, and we've spent a lot of time on talking about who 
<laughs> talking about who does and doesn't have genitalia, and I apologize. Although you seem very happy to not have them. Yes. There's insight gained when one has their perspective narrowed. Like what? Do you mind me? I don't know. Like, Well, it- as the chief eunuch, I am, as Usador noted, some chancellor of secrets. I know all the innings and outings of Foon. I know every deepest desire harbored by our inhabitants. Ask me anything and I can inform you. That's, that is great, although wouldn't you be able to do that? <laughs> wouldn't you be able to do that and still have genitals? Why are you being like this? I don't know. I don't mean to insult him. I'm just So you know most you know I mean your your little robins tell you almost everything? They tell me, they they inform me. Yes, once you are deprived of your genitals in I don't know how eunuchs work. Well you have long. No, they're but when when you take the order of eunuchhood in Foon, then you are immediately blessed with bird speak. And then the birds immediately transcribe all the delicious dealings and delvings. You only need three hours of sleep. You start to enjoy hobbies a little bit more intently, appreciate sunsets, sunrises. Can I ask, have you heard any, any rumors about Arnie? Can you share that? Yes, chant. I have heard some meanderings. The, a very piquant sparrow flew into my chamber the other day, and she had just enjoyed a dabbling peek at Master Arnold in his bath chamber, oh. and she immediately fluttered and said that a man of Arnold's considerable talents would be of much interest to Queen Titania and her upcoming festival of the satiated hippogriff. Oh. Wow. Wow. uh, Salutations to the Arnold. Uh, This is a great honor that has been heaped upon thee. Yeah, so I guess what would that that entail? Ah, yes. At the festival of the satiated hippogriff, you would be at my queen's side. You would sup upon the delicate ambrosia. Mm -hmm. You would feed upon honeyed grapes. You would dance the dance of the twelve confessions. I'd have to learn it, but okay. Oh, it's very simple. You just dance the way you choose to dance. Mm -hmm. uh, There's no no guidelines. And then you just shout out randomly twelve confessions that you have. And you will just... Just a, a, a eunuch tip. You want to uh, start? A eunuch tip. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's a I'm he's so a sorry. person. I know. I'm rude. So with sorry. feelings. Rude. You are a terrible, so terrible person. So do you want sorry. to go to this I, dancing? I, I do. I do. Was I'm your so... pun worth it? No. I he's mean, crying. Look at him. He's uh, crying. I don't know. There's a lumberjack it's in right. a town over who would right. be all too happy to take no. your place. I'm sorry. There's a lusty barrel hooper who would give up hooping barrels to have Samuelstein the barrel hooper Samuelstein the barrel hooper oh just just you know I I mean I would get out of here and go if if she's looking for mates I mean whoa 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 if she she would like if she would like to sleep with herself I would be her oh chant was that too presumptuous everybody heard about the festival and the 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 crow feather vomit no no you need to learn to handle your morglock that is a that is a sensory enhancer not a Esophageal congealer. Mm. I, I guess I lined it with something. No, no, I just, I just had to do it. Oh, I'm writing that down. Yes, I write it
This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. You tell me, Benedict, would it be appropriate uh, for Arnold to... uh uh, begin figuring out what his confessions are right now. Should we work on that right now? Yes, yes. What is yes, what are your 12 confessions? <laughs> My 12 confessions? Yes, yes, Just quickly. start start with something vague and kind of impersonal, something you wouldn't... So you work your way up. Yes, yeah. Oh, okay. you, oh you don't want to start with your naughtiest confession. Oh, sure. So, so, start with this like, is good advice from a eunuch. You'd be wise to take it. Okay, well, why don't we do this? See, we're in my world where I come from, Sometimes if you do lists, like if you're in an improv group or something like that, you would say a thing and then everyone would say the number that you're on. And then you would say the next thing. So I will say, so I'll say my first confession. Are they math illiterate? Uh, yes, we've established that uh, Arnold has a lot of trouble counting. Uh, so if we need to count for him, I suppose that's fine. Uh, oh, yes, yes we'll, this down. we'll count for math you. Illiterate. Okay, so my first confession is that I... It's going to be a long 12. No, okay. okay, No, you're right. I'll do this fast. Uh, Growing up, I was uh, slightly allergic to fruit. One. One. Uh, Thank you. And um, I have slightly webbed toes. Two. (laughs) Is that how... That's how eunuchs count, with the clucking of their tongue. With the clucking of your tongues. Um, (laughs) Chunt is really staring me down. Three. John is really staring me down. Is that Three. a confession or just a Are we counting that observation? one? I mean, You're still on. We gotta, I mean, I feel like there's there's got to be a certain amount of filler in these 12 confessions, right? Not if last, we want to get to the good dirt. At the last festival of the satiated hippogriff, Elvator, the gifted elf, gave confessions of such insight and emotional honesty that the dance totally shut down by number 10 when he confessed to... Stealing the witch blue for his mother's eczema. Mm. Wow. There was not a dry eye in the house. His 11th confession, wherein he confessed untoward thoughts towards his runish companion, caused people to look each other in their eyes and have conversations of such emotional acuity 
that there are bonds of friendship that have not been broken since. That makes your confessions look like a fucking pile of trash. <laughs> well, hey, now, I'm not, to be I'm fair, building. we're only on... building. I'm building. Yes, we're only on number two. We all know that wait, Arnold's no, wait, greatest... Three. Give me that third. Uh, fine, three. Arnold's greatest strength is emotional honesty, so let's continue. That's true. Look, I, and I, I totally... Uh, look, I want to do these confessions, but I, I just want to backtrack for just a second. Yes. Queen Titania is looking for a mate? That is what this whole festival is? It's the... It's the festival of the satiated hippogriff. Yes, we, uh, we, we, we eat, we sup on the honeyed grapes. We drink the ambrosia. We dance the dance of the twelve confessions, and then we have personal time in the tents of titillation. The tents of titillation. Yes, the tents of titillation. They are staked by maiden crones who pitch the tents and weave the archways of silk cultivated by mutant silkworms. When Benedict said. Pitch a tent, your face got real smug. What's going on? I didn't want to say. What's going on? I didn't want, didn't want to say. Were you going to say when a eunuch pitches a tent? I didn't want to. Are you real I, pleased with yourself? No, I, well, I mean a little bit. I, I, I don't get it. What's wrong with a eunuch pitching a tent? I, they need I somewhere, enjoy camping. They every, need somewhere to protect themselves from the elements. Should they find themselves upon the King's Road? Or? Every fall, me and my stepson go out for a 10-day camping expedition. You have a stepson? Yes, That's yes. lovely. Bartholomew. Oh. Bartholomew the Mute. Oh. I think one of your Confessions. Wait, Bartholomew, Whisper Brew? Yes. That's a funny sounding name. Oh, what's your last what's name? Your, what's your last name? Knee Camp. Arnie Knee oh. Camp. Arnie. Oh. So both your first name and your last name have knee in it? Arnie Knee Camp? That sounds redundant. Were That's your parents true. sad when you were born? Yes. Were your parents sad when you were born? That's a great question. I mean, no, I think they were quite happy when I was born. Arnie Knee Camp. Oh, hello, this is my son, Elvin Elbow. Trick. One of your confessions, Arnie, should be that you're an insensitive prick. Yes, prick. continue with the confessions. Confession number four. Prick. Well, and then at the, at the height of the tent of titillation, you and Queen Titania shall go in. Their blinded gremlins will disrobe both of you, massage your supple bodies with a poultice made of tears of a pegasus and the secrets of a virgin... And then the two of you shall know each other in such configurations that the mathematicians shall weep when they see the sweet geometry made by both of your bodies. I know that you're a eunuch, but you just start sweating when you talk about this stuff. Oh, yes. I I usually have to change my outfit three or four times a day when I'm talking about the festival of the satiated hippogriff. I should be in the corner charcoaling the entire thing for posterity. All right, all right. Well, let's uh, <clears throat> let's get back to my confessions. Uh, I am married, and I am fully committed to my wife. But I have to admit that, at least on some small level, that I am uh, intrigued. I'm at least a little bit intrigued by this whole situation but because it's not the kind of thing that. Uh, oh, surely your wife has an understanding. Four, been- four, four. I mean, uh, Titania would be on my list where I married. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, oh, do you have that in Foon? A kind of like. Do you have that on Earth? Well, yeah, well, yeah, like a celebrity's list, like a kind of like, I'm married, but uh, I could always have sex with. Ah, yes, like Mugalek the Ogre Slayer should, would be probably on the top of every young lady's list. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Shoulders to, like. Titania, clearly. Well, yeah, top of everyone's list. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, wow. There's also, I mean, <clears throat> and I don't subscribe. I look, Sarah, if you're listening, I absolutely don't subscribe to this theory. But. <laughs> But in my world, there's this idea that, you know, you know, certain distance is not the bonds of fidelity weaken, right? You know, 
uh, you know, certain states over, or you know, it's another states like wizard state. No, like uh, different uh, kingdoms. I think we've dug ourselves far enough into this hole. Uh, what's confession number five? I regret some of the things I've said. Great. Five. Um, I, I don't... It's all right. You, you want to save your good stuff for the dads. Yes, that's you true. You don't want to, to mate with the canine, as they say. Plus, it's taking you 20 minutes to do six, so... <laughs> that's... <laughs> Thank you, Chunt. You know, I have. I do have one more. I I feel like I've made really good friends, and I feel like I here in Afoon, I feel like I push them away sometimes, but with like petty barbs and jibes. But I really care for them deeply, and I hope that they uh, feel the same about me. Twelve because I don't care anymore. I thought that was very big of you, Annie. Oh, thank you, Jen. I think most things are very big of you because you're a very big man. <laughs> yeah. Titani was very pleased to hear of your height. Is it? I am very tall. I'm also, you know, I think as Chunt is is uh, suggesting, I'm a little bit of a husky guy. Is it possible that they have me confused with someone else? Like Arnor, who I've heard of, is this mighty uh, mythical mythical warrior. I bet Arnor is yes, yes, the no thirty-eight l- feats of Arnor are mythical. Yes, I, I. You have to understand about Queen Titani. She's run the spectrum of sexual partners. She's mated with dragon slayers. She's done over-the-shirt stuff with gatekeepers. She's done a little bit of foot play with a goblin tamer. And, and so when she had a chance to see what temporal pleasures could be had from a visitor from another realm... Her, her archered eyebrows shot up and her breasts defied gravity just a little bit more than they usually do. And she, she snapped her little fingers and she said, Benedict Whisperblue, you have to get me this Arnie knee camp for my own. Wow, it's very... Barkeep, another stormy night for our eunuch friend here. Arnold, have you ever considered uh, changing your name to eliminate the redundancy and just being Arnie Camp? Yeah, what if, I mean, I would be Chunt Unt. You'd be Usador. Usador. I don't know. That is bizarre. It is. Look, it's. Do do everyone, does everyone on Earth have half their. Come on, man. (laughs) Does everyone. Really? Why why are you picking apart what Chunt's saying? Chunt's been pointing his heart out to you today. You know what? what? Been out no of some way, I, How dare you? How dare you, sir? I'm going to call something out that I think all of us have observed, and I think as a eunuch, I have been blessed with a prescient insight. But the sexual tension between Arnie and Chunt can only be described as delicious. What do you say? Do you want to wake up in 14 days looking at yourself next to you in bed? No, I don't. Fine, great. The Fine. only thing that is less attractive to me than uh, than you is me. I don't that know how to take that. That's not a very nice thing. I think you're a very handsome badger. Thank you. Yes. You're, I, I you're think being real fucking garbage. As, <laughs> as a eunuch, I think it's... Chunt. Chunt, have we, have we crossed the line with each other? I do still consider you a friend. I just want to say, Arnold, as a eunuch, it's so important to begin each day with... Looking at yourself in the mirror and saying one nice thing about yourself. What did you say about yourself this morning? I have well-formed nostrils. Mm, you do. You really do. Yeah. Thank you. 
Do you still keep your... My manhood? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's in a mason jar, uh, lubricated by a potion of elf sweat. So you keep it moist just in case? or At, at any time it can be reattached. Wow. When my services oh. are... Yes, this is food. I had no. I thought it was more of a permanent thing. Well, no, 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 no. Your eunuchs can't put their. No, our eunuchs have their. I mean, historically, have their stuff brutally chopped off, and then it's just gone forever. Ooh, that's oh, a that's, that's, wow. Uh, uh, why would you ever? Why would you want to be a eunuch? You mostly don't. It's usually forced upon you. Well, then who talks to the birds? Yes. How do how do you how do you communicate with the kestrels? You don't. I mean, you... How do you talk to the turkeys? How do you chat with the chickens? How do you populate with the popinjays? Four. How do you... How do you... Catawall with the kingfishers? Five. How do you sing with the sparrows? Six. Six. How do you whisper with the wrens? Seven. How do you elucidate with the peacocks? Eight. Eight. How do you... Gossip with the goose. Nine. Nine. Yes, the nine <laughs> birds of Foon have now been listed by me. That's how you do it. So, Benedict Whisperruth, thank you so much for being a guest on Hello from the Magic Tavern. It has been my pleasure, Arnie. Chunt. Usador. The pleasure has been all ours. Yes, and as, as enticing as your offer is, um, you know, between being a married man and really wanting to stay here in Hogsface to host this podcast every week, I just can't make it up to the Northeast anytime soon. I totally understand. I can go. Oh. At any time. You know what? She she actually just finished this thing with Spintax and she Ooh, Spintax. Oh, no, 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 took no, no, her no, no. to such heights of pleasure that a wizard should have no rights of knowing. He expanded her conception of what of what of what sensation could be that I, I think she's 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 good with wizards right now. Wizard. More like whiz turd. <laughs> I have to I'm going to write that one down. Ah uh, yes, I've made fun of what he is. Uh, Please write that one down. The best Phoenix one I've heard so that no, none of us can see that one. That was very clever. I might use that as one of my open megaphone nights. Oh, at feel, the court. feel free, feel free. I've been experimenting with, with horizontal. While those two make small talk, uh, I'm going to uh, remind everyone listening at home that please, if you enjoy the podcast, please give us some stars and good reviews on iTunes or whatever your podcast thing is. Uh, and also, please send us emails at magictavern at puppies.supplies. I know it does not sound like a real email address, but it absolutely is. Can I plug my email real quick? Uh, yeah. I still have chunt at gmail.com. That's chunt with six T's. Uh, we've gotten some great emails. I would love maybe a drawing of what you think I might look like or uh, of me, Arnie, and Usador hanging out. So any uh, drawings or paintings? I still don't understand how you were able to get a Gmail address. Even I, I Because of the firewall of the Burger King, I have not been able to get on any Google-related site, and somehow you have a Gmail address. Chunt, please. Well, all right, I'm going to quick read. And this. I just want to say, if you have any gossiping birds, you can, you can send them my way at the aviary at the palace in the Northeast. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to read some real quick emails here uh, from Lauren Lopez writes, is this email real? I love this podcast so much. You guys, please let this email be real. And it is. 
Confirmed. Next email. Uh, Craig Linky writes, Usador, this is to you, Usador. Thanks. Do you have any concerns that all of Arnie's questions in his podcast, this is in quotes, are a thinly guised intelligence gathering mission for what will eventually become the invasion of Foon? No. No, yeah. I mean, I have to be honest. I, I don't think you have the guile to pull off such a trick. Yeah, no. I uh, mean, there is an, always an outside chance that the people of my world will, you know, we're kind of a war-hungry race, and so there's always a chance that if they do get access to Foon, that You've never you know, mentioned this who before. knows what they would do. But I'm hoping that my podcast will really show the great things about Foon, and the people in my world will not want to attack. Uh, Chunt, did you want to... Were you uh, did any? you just threaten us? No, I swear there? I did not. I absolutely was not. That was not my intention. Yeah. Uh, Chunt, did you want to read? Yeah, let's read some. Else? Let's read some Chunt mail. Let's get to the get to the real stuff here. Simon Clee says, "Hey, Chunt, I feel like Usador soaks up a lot of the glory in the first minute of the show with his extensive name. I don't feel that way. I, d- I definitely do not. Good friend. If you if you were to have an equally long and obnoxious name, that's how dare you? What would it be? Always listening, Simon Clee." Uh, well, I'm just chunt. I'm just just your basic chunt. Um, the L's know me as chunt. The doors know me as chunt. Um, every once in a while, they'll call me, you know, chunty or, you know, choo-choo. Choo-choo? Yeah, choo-choo. I'm going to start calling you choo-choo. Please stop. That's for friends. All right. Well, thank you so much. Oh, I've got a, I've got a gossipy partridge right here, and she's whispering to me, it seems that the baker's wife might have a loaf being... Baked in her oven that was kneaded by another man's fingers. Well, it looks like the postman's letter has found a different mail slot, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) That's how you do it, bud. Oh boy, none of that sure did ever really happen. And if you find yourself grappling with the contradiction of what you may have heard last week, I invite you to get some rest, making sure to sleep near an open window where a concentrated energy beam may find its way towards the memory center of your brain. Chunt the Badger is merely a mask behind which you'll find the fragile soul of Adol Rafai. Usador the Wizard was portrayed with unnecessary volume and cadence choices by Matt Young. Special guest Benedict Whisperbrew was played by Brendan Dowling. Matt and Brendan perform regularly in the Improvised Shakespeare Company. Ooh, niche comedy. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jakover, and Ryan DeGiorgi. This episode was edited by Evan Jakover. Take that, Ryan DeGiorgi. All of this delightful fake-believe was sponsored by Iron Galaxy with the help of the Chicago Podcast Co-op. Follow Iron Galaxy on Twitter at i to the g, and the Chicago Podcast Co-op at Chai Podcast Co-op. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients. Popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist... 
Dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.